Welcome back. On a future episode, I'm going to be doing some Q&A. If you'd like to submit a question that you'd like answered on the podcast, go to joeryan.com slash ask. The form's anonymous, no email address needed. Submit your questions and I will pick from the most popular ones. You can find me on Instagram at Joe Ryan. If you want to subscribe to all episodes, you could do so via Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you're interested in coaching, go to joeryan.com slash coaching. All right, here we go. I've gotten this question from a few people, and it comes up often in my coaching sessions with clients. It's about sitting with feelings. We have to learn how to grieve our losses our loss of innocence, our loss of childhood, our loss of self-respect, our loss of pride and empowerment within us. If we were grieving the loss of a death, we would certainly take the time to feel sorry for ourselves for a while. We would have to sit in that grief and that hurt and that pain until it got out of us. And it's always going to be there to some degree. Time makes it easier, but getting in there and doing the work and feeling the sadness of a loss is so freeing, like keeping all of that emotional shit inside of us and working around it, pretending it's not there and not allowing ourselves to feel it. Sometimes we do need to feel sorry for ourselves. Sometimes we need to wallow in it. We just can't get stuck there. They should be short periods of time with that. You're going to have to pull yourself out of it. When I talk about sitting with pain, I, I mean, there's many ways and the deeper you get in this work, the more intense it does get. But most people don't know where to start. So you're all familiar with anxiety. You're all familiar with hurt, all familiar with panic. Where does that reside in your body? For me as a child, it was in my belly. As I got older, it has slowly moved up where it is on the right side of my chest and like in my back by my shoulder blades on my right side. It is tense. I can't relax. When I close my eyes, I allow myself to feel that tension and that unease inside of me, that anxious feeling. That's where you want to start sitting with your feelings. You don't have to map it back to like child abuse. It will take you there eventually when you're ready. It is sitting with the uncomfortable body disturbance that you have, that you avoid, that you keep busy, that you pretend is not there. It's acknowledging the fact that it's there and spending some time with it. It is the part of you that needs to be grieved. You are holding grief and sadness and unresolved emotions inside of you. And you're not allowing yourself to feel it. You know, however you mood alter, whether it's your phone, drugs, sex, gambling, work, binge watching, whatever it is. You know, listen to podcasts, audio books, spending every moment of your day working on recovery. Sooner or later, you have to put the book down. You have to put the booze down, you have to stop with the sex, and you got to give yourself a little space to feel that discomfort in your body. 
the first thing that you're going to want to do automatically, unconsciously, is you're going to go into thought. Thinking takes us out of feelings. Most of us have thinking disorders. Most of us are obsessive compulsive. Most of us will obsess in our head. We're stuck in a loop. We have to start feeling the discomfort. If I'm afraid of the discomfort in my body, I'm going to stay away from it as much as I can. And the older I get, the less energy that I have just because I'm physically aging. It is harder to keep away from it. I can't run and go like I could when I was in my 20s. It's just not possible. So my body is slowing down, which has forced me to feel more of the things that I don't want to feel more of the things that I was avoiding. So start there. It's a simple start. It's uncomfortable and it's difficult, but it's not impossible. And that is how you're going to start sitting with feelings. There is a disturbance in your body. You lay down in the dark with no distractions and you just breathe. And you pay attention to where that energy and that tension and that hurt and that pain is showing up in your body. And you allow it to be. You're going to find at some point that you have drifted off in thought. Don't shame yourself for not getting it right. Just pull yourself back to focusing on your body. Breathe and pay attention to the discomfort. And you do this for as long as you can. It may be 30 seconds. It may be 30 minutes. It may be anywhere in between or way more. It doesn't matter. It is like going to the gym for the first time after 30 years of sitting on the couch. I'm not throwing 240 pounds on the bar. I'm lucky if I can lift the fucking bar. You have to look at it that way. Three minutes of sitting with pain is better than not doing it at all. Going to the gym and lifting the bar for five minutes and going home is better than never getting off the couch. What happens when you start to do this and you start to feel that and allow yourself to feel it? Let it start to take you over. You see, I'm tense a lot. Well, not so much anymore, but most of my life I've been tense. And the tension that I had was so that I didn't feel. And where I was most tense is my chest and my shoulders. And that's where I hold the feelings in. When I allow myself to relax that part of me, that tension, that angst, that anxiety, that pain, and that hurt, is now starting to spread more throughout my body. It becomes more evenly distributed. And I don't know how it is for anybody else because I don't live in your body. But when that gets to the point where that feeling starts to go past my neck into my head, I just, I feel overwhelmed. I get this heated feeling in my body. It's, it's almost like it's too much and I can't handle it. And then I stay there a little bit longer. And when I feel like I can't handle it, I stay just a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer until I can't take it anymore. And then I get up and I go about my day. And this is what I practiced for a long time. 
there were points back in the day <laughs> where I wouldn't get out of bed for almost a day. I would sit with it as long as I possibly could. I would barely function because I felt like the sooner I went through the feeling of this, the sooner I was going to feel better. I was wrong. <laughs> you need balance. You allow it to take you over. And then when you can't take it anymore, you'd be grateful that you gave this time to your soul, that you gave this time to yourself, that you started to feel. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. I can start having anxious feelings being out in public and not let it take me down. I do not have to run home. It doesn't turn into a panic attack because I've become comfortable with my body reactions and I've learned how to manage them where they're not overwhelming and they don't run my life anymore. And I have enough space in my day where they're not there at all that when they start to show up, I'm like, really? It's been a couple of days. Um, what the fuck? And I need to sit with it. I need to pay attention to it. It's, it's telling me something. It is trying to get my attention. There is something that needs to be looked at, something that needs to be dealt with. And how often do you deal with it? We make plans to go out and have a good time. We make plans to take care of things. We make plans to be social. We never make plans or time to sit with ourselves quietly because it's extremely painful. If not now, when? I'm telling you, if you're younger than me and you sooner or later your metabolism is going to slow down, you're not going to be able to outrun it. You're going to have to face it sooner or later. It's going to show up somehow, some way. It's like a balloon, perfectly round balloon. You push your thumb in one part of that balloon, it's going to come out someplace else. You repress and you hold these feelings and you avoid them and you keep them in your body. It's going to show up somewhere, somehow, that's not going to be good. The more you can sit with the feelings, the more you start to teach yourself that you are stronger than your fears, that you are stronger than your body reactions, then you are stronger than your anxiety. And this does not happen overnight. This takes time, energy, and practice. And I'm pissed off about it when I was doing it. It's like, why the fuck? I didn't, I didn't abuse me. Well, I, I did, but not at the beginning. Why the fuck do I have to go through this? Why do I have to put this kind of work and effort and energy in just to feeling good? I have to allow myself to feel as bad as I feel so I don't fear those feelings anymore. And once I become comfortable with not feeling good, when I become comfortable with feeling bad, but feeling sad, and I don't shame myself for it, and I don't beat myself up for it, it passes a lot quicker. Again, the, the phrase is, what you resist persists. If you resist these feelings, they will persist. When you can get in there and start accepting the fact that you have this going on in your body, and you're not going to let it run your life anymore, and you're going to start taking control of it, your life will change. You're afraid of your body. You're afraid of the reactions. You're afraid of the thoughts that it brings up when you feel those body reactions. 
There is no way around it. You are not going to outrun it forever. Take some time to understand your body. I'm anxious. I'm fearful. Okay. Why? Where's it coming from? Why is it there? The only feelings that we find acceptable in this society is good and happy and pretty and sexy and glossy and money and status. Nobody embraces this other side. So you feel wrong for doing it. There was so much shame that I had to sit in with those feelings. I'm looking around, I can barely function as a human being, and people are out there living their lives, having a good time, functioning. And I'm taking time to sit home and sob and cry and grieve. All of the things that I was never allowed to do. I wasn't allowed to feel sorry for myself. If I got punished, if I got beat, if I got humiliated, I'll give you something to cry about. I don't know, man, the last three things you did... Felt like it was pretty okay to cry about him. You get abused. You react. They feel shameful. So they tell you to stop crying. Stop feeling bad. Don't have a puss on your face. You don't have it so bad. Minimizing. You get to abuse me, but I can't react with a normal emotional reaction. So I have to take all of that hurt and bury it and pretend it's not there. When are you going to stop pretending that it's not there? It is there. It is in all of us. Some of it was worse than others. Some people have perfected becoming shameless. Where they put their shit on everybody else so they don't have bad feelings. It was done to us. We don't want to do it to other people. That's why we hurt so much. We know how bad it feels. So we don't want to do that to other people. And we don't want to feel any worse than we already do. So we don't want to go into this pain, into these feelings. But for me, it was the only way out. I've tried every drug, every addiction, not purposely, just kind of, life kind of led me there. And the one thing about every one of my addictions, eventually they all failed. And when there was nothing left to take me out of my feelings... It was like they cut my knees out from under me and I couldn't move. I felt like I was forced to sit in it because there was a part of me that knew nothing outside of myself was going to make me happy. That I had to resolve what I wasn't allowed to resolve internally. It's not like I don't hurt. I still hurt. It never brings me down to where it was. I learn how to handle situations better now. The feelings come up, the the fears, but I can manage them because I've taken the time to understand how I react with fear. Instead of picking up a bottle of bourbon and some Valium and numbing out to pretend it's not there and repress it even longer, I allow myself to feel horrible when I need to. And the capacity for me to deal with feeling shitty has increased my capability to experience joy. 
when I feel like I can't handle any loss, any bad feelings, I don't want to put anything good in my life. Because if it goes away, there's a part of me that knows I can't handle it. So I was stuck. Nothing new coming in, nothing good. Because if I had to deal with one more loss, I don't know if I could have at the time. I had to process all of the loss that came before. And now so much of that has been processed and grieved. That I don't fear loss as much as I used to. And there's more room for joy. There's more space inside of you when you are not preoccupied with your body reactions and staying safe. There's a freedom that starts to build in you. And you realize that the only thing that's been limiting you in this life is you. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joeryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. All right, take care.